Welcome to a new episode of Mediterranean Sustainability Partners. I'm your host, Ellen Wasalina. In this episode, I'll be interviewing Felix Izimu, who is the founder of BeFlex Consultancy Limited. He's passionate in providing sustainable solutions to individuals, private and corporate organizations by helping them achieve their goals faster than they can imagine. He's passionately optimistic that challenges in individuals and organizations can be solved through engaging, connecting, and networking with heart-centered social visionaries and conscious changemakers. The dearth of huge leadership capital in individuals and organizations motivated him to establish the International Center for Leadership Development Nigeria, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering next-generation leaders. His over nine years of experience cut across capacity building, leadership development, goal mapping, career development, facilitation, and social entrepreneurship. He's part of NELIS, Next Leaders Initiative for Sustainability, NELIS Japan, an international network of professionals working on sustainability solutions to various humanity challenges. He has keen interests in the environment, especially in circular systems, resources, and climate change. Felix spearheads the Four Revolutions or the Four Revs initiative of Nellis as the program manager Africa. Felix is also the co-convener of the NextGen Sustainability Waste Management Challenge, which aims to empower a new generation of problem solvers to find and implement innovative solutions to the environmental challenges associated with excess plastic waste. I hope you'll enjoy this very inspiring podcast with my guest. And thank you for tuning in to Mediterranean Sustainability Partners in 63 countries and five continents in English and French. Welcome to Mediterranean Sustainability Partners. I'm your host, Ellen Wasalina, and today I have a very special guest from Nigeria, Felix Izimo. Hello, Felix. Hello, Ellen. How are you doing? It's so good to, to, to speak with you today. I'm yes, so pleased you, you have the time to speak with me today. Thank you again. Thank you so much. I am, I'm glad to be here to talk, to, talk with you. Great. So I'm just going to tell our audience, by the way, Felix, we're heard now in 63 countries, but I'm sorry to say Nigeria hasn't tuned in yet to the podcast. So perhaps uh, you will be the one opening the door to our Nigerian audience. And perhaps with the segment we're going to do on the summit, maybe we'll get the Kenyan audience as well. So here we go, Felix. So segment one, just for our audience, I'd like them to know that we're going to talk about empowering next generation leaders. In segment two, we'll talk about the Four Rev Summit. You're very much involved and in charge of organizing that. And in segment three, innovative solutions needed. So, Felix, let's talk a little bit about you because 
I think you're a great leader. You're a young leader. You're a young, up-and-coming professional. Um, can you tell me a little bit uh, about this subject? And you have a consultancy firm, and I've already introduced you on the podcast and read your very interesting and full bio. Uh, what can we do? Maybe you and I should talk about this. How about how do we empower the next generation of leaders? Oh, thank you once again, Eileen, for having me. Uh, my name is Felix Iziomo. Uh, I'm the founder, executive director, International Center for Leadership Development in Nigeria. So how we empower the next generation leaders is by engaging them with the necessary tools and skills, which will help them realize their leadership skills and their potentials. Uh, I've been working with uh, young people over the years, uh, I would say 12 years or more. And I noticed uh, some of these teenagers, they have these, uh, potentials but they don't know how to realize how to like bring them out so this is what we do in our organization to help them realize these potentials let them know that yes they have this and they can be who they want to be irrespective of the environment or where they are coming from because of course they are from low-income families uh, vulnerable kids uh, in public public high schools so this is what we do to achieve uh, our mission as an organization that, that's fantastic so uh, you're working with high school students, is that correct, in low-income areas? Now, what do you offer them concretely? What what framework, what tools do you use to, to help them move forward? Yes, we have um, tools. We have this, for leadership development, we have the five Ps, five Ps leadership. By five Ps, I mean uh, purity, pragmatism, perseverance, passion, and uh, the last one, um, as I mentioned perseverance, passion, pragmatism, purity. And the last P, I've forgotten the last P anyway. Uh, so this is the skills uh, we, we give to them. And then we have uh, the goal mapping, uh, as a certified goal mapping practitioner, we do a goal mapping for them. I will target goal mapping for academic success. So this uh -huh. is what we do. Yes, the goal mapping is to help them achieve good grades in school while they are in school, help them focus. Uh, and the seven step, we call it seven steps for achieving their, their, their goals, especially in school, while they are in school, to help them. That's and we have seen that uh, over the years, and these uh, tools has really helped so many of these students in achieving their goals. We have so many of them now taking leadership positions in their schools, becoming prefects. Some of them who have gone to university, having good grades in their West African Examination Council and their Joint Admission and Matriculation Board exams. So we are so glad. And then we have the career path development because um, while in school, especially in the junior secondary three and then senior secondary two, SS2, they, are, mm -hmm. they find it very challenging and difficult to choose career subjects while in school. So this is what we help them to do in, in schools while they are in JSS, junior secondary three and trans, um, progressing to senior secondary. So they know, okay, if they are going into art, commercial sciences. So this is what we help them. And those in senior secondary two, going into senior secondary three before they go to university, what courses they want to choose, what career field they want to go into. So this is what we help them to do. Then we also have the, uh, we have speakers, the professionals who are into uh, different careers, we bring them on board to talk to them. So those who want to go into the specific careers of our speakers, we ask our speakers to mentor them, you know, give, attach them to them, to mentor them. Then to, also, we have the uh, Safer Internet Day Cyber Security Awareness Month because Nigeria has been infamous for cyber, cyber crime. So we do the internet safety online to help teenagers. That's really important, right? Yes, prevent them from going into cyber crime. Thank yeah, you. that's that's you know that's our our modern society. I just want to back up a little bit for those of our audience who don't know 
the uh, Nigerian, and I'm, I'm one of them, Nigerian school system. Perhaps you can explain. So, I mean, we have in France too, you know, we have several gears that are leading up to, you know, the, what we call the baccalaureate. Could you just explain very briefly how that works? And, and do they have like a specialization like in France we have or had like scientific, economic and social and, and literary? Is there some type of orientation already in the curriculum that sort of sets some of the direction? Could you explain that to me? Okay, uh, let me just talk about the Nigerian school system. Uh, we have the primary school, the primary school, which is six years. Yeah. Then from after primary school, you go to junior secondary school, uh, mm -hmm. secondary school, that's we call it JSS. So we have that's for three years. That's after then your junior secondary three, you do an exam, they call it basic, uh, junior secondary exam. Then you move to senior secondary, that's another three years. So okay. in senior secondary school, you now start, you now, choose which other which uh, course you want to go into or which subject combination you want to do like we have arts commercial and sciences so for art you do courses uh, subjects like government literature history then for commercial you do subject like commerce accounts economics but in uh, art so you can do econ economics is compulsory economics english and math is compulsory for every um, uh, every field then in science that's where you now do your physics chemistry for the math, right. you know, but Biology. the compulsory subjects are Yoruba because we are in Lagos State, Yoruba, English, math, economics. So those are the basic compulsory for and problems. Okay, so so there is sort of like a selection or pre-selection process to sort of direct the students in, in a different sector. So when you get a hold of them, you're helping them decide. So how does it work then? I, I'm just curious. And, and I sure our audience is also, how do you get them to achieve their goals and go to, for example, the, the, the university degree or program that will be adapted to them? Do you, how, do you, how do you help them in that way? Okay, so um, our project is five days. We have a five days training. And okay. these five days, um, we have them to fill a form, which is which we call pre pre survey, to help to uh, let understand what their needs are, what they know already before we go into that. So when we start, we ask them their opinion and they share their opinion. So the next three days during the workshop, you see them now; they are getting confused. They are getting confused. Mm -hmm. They now started thinking, "Oh, maybe I am in the wrong place. Maybe I'm the ah. right place." Some will say, okay. why I'm in science, my friend is in heart, and I feel my friend is doing better than me because it's a science. No. So while at the end of the program, we have a post-survey so, post where we have them, okay, what have you learned over the years? Where do you think you are going? So in during the survey, that goal mapping we are teaching them, goal setting, goal mapping is now, what, what, do you, what grades do you want to have during your senior secondary exam before going into university what grades you want to have some of them want to have nine a's how do you want to achieve nine a's what goals <laughs> have you set in achieving nine a's it's uh, difficult and, right yes it, it is it is and then you will take them through the seven steps in achieving your goal by seven steps i mean number one your dream you have a dream of having seven, uh, nine a's in your yec and having 380 350 in your joint admission exams and then the second step is okay you have dreamt about it now how do you visualize it how do you see it? you draw it how do you prioritize this dream 
some of them while in secondary school they still help their parents at home, at home some of them still do skills probably tailoring computer skills so how do you combine this so you prioritize based on your importance so the next step is why are, why are you in school why do you want to achieve nine a's why do you want to achieve a good grades why are you doing this what is what can you can you tell me what their motivation what have you been hearing from them since this is terribly important because not everybody as you know felix wants to be a leader Yes. Uh, and and how can we get these students? I, I really like the idea that you you know you tell them how can they achieve these nine A's? Is that real realistic? But how do you do you identify? Or can you help them identify those of them that are leaders that can really lead? Uh, can, can you tell me how you do that? Okay. Now, Ellen, I will, it may interest you to know that not all brilliant students are leaders. So, so yes not all brilliant students some of them they are, brilliant, but they are not good leaders so we help them we select them based on we don't want to know if you are good in, if you have good grades in school but there are some who doesn't have good grades but have these leadership skills that can yes. you know have this confidence personality exactly charisma so, so we, we tell the, the the district or the teachers that no yeah. we don't want because most times when you tell them to send you 10 students from each school they will send the good the best students to sure. let them know we don't want the best student please you mix them mix them yeah that's a great this idea this is what we want to achieve with our uh, in our aim so that's why you now see them okay why do you want to achieve this some of them said okay because i want to be a doctor because i want to help patients i want to help people i want to help my family i want to support the, the community you know so during the training we now ask them okay while you are doing we have a project we now want them to identify social problems within their schools and then we help them to think how they can solve this problem. So why they are oh, in school? Excellent. What so what um, problems? What challenges do they have? And how can we solve these challenges? How can we be part of it? How can we help you to solve this? So we we'll now tell them, okay, you have these challenges. So how do you solve them? By raising funds. Raise funds through through who? Your family. This is how. That's another step of goal mapping. How through parents, family, friends, they can help you, support you to achieve your goals. Then whose help you already have? Whose help you want to? To, 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 to need you have friends family and then how do you want to do this by looking so, so can, I, can i can i say that maybe you're already preparing these young people as social entrepreneurs is that what you're doing yes because we have also um skills and uh skills and entrepreneurship skills and vocational skills uh, workshop too yeah we have speakers who are experts in perfume making liquid soap come teach them how to do this the the, the okay. previous one we had and then we had someone came who taught them how to how to do a frame you know wall frame using um, waste fabrics yes wow. waste fabrics and, yes and carton so she taught them and we have a special needs students who were there who did great things with they, they could not talk and hear but they were so creative they came out with something magnificent they were so happy to do this you know you yeah. see that and then we have the teachers who help when they come and share their goals you see the teacher uh, using sign language to translate to share to other students what they want to do with their life that, that that's fantastic well you know what? we're going to stop here because you sort of touched on it but i don't want to go into too much in this first segment we're going to talk a little bit about the web summit and the four survival challenges notably you know my great subject is sustainability you sort of touched yeah. on it, but yeah. we'll we'll stop here and i'll see you in the next segment then thank you thank you, thank you
And we're back with Felix Izimo. Is that right, Felix? Yes, thank you. Izimo. 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 Yes. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank uh, welcome back to the second segment. Now, this is a very important segment. It really, I think, is quite. Um, you know, uh, making the segue between the first segment because we were talking about young people empowering the next generation. I want you to tell us a little bit about the Four Rev Summit you're organizing in Kenya, please. Okay, so thank you again, Elin. Uh, so uh, the, aside what I do as the founder, as a director of International Center for Leadership Development in Nigeria, I am also the program manager for Four Revs Africa. Um, forest, uh, what do I mean by forest? Forest is a co-creative ecosystem that aims to solve humanity's greatest, four greatest challenges. What do I mean by four greatest challenges? These four challenges are food. Definitely food is one of our challenges. Our water, resource circular ecosystems, climate change, and energy. Especially in Africa, we are faced with these challenges. So what we do is this, we have uh, a sectoria, the global sectoria headquartered in Japan and a research team of more than 30 people working on finding innovative cases across the world. We have seven program managers. Uh, I am the program manager for Africa. So we look for innovative cases uh, in these four thematic areas and upload them in a platform because we have, uh, a, this program is being funded by uh, participation fees from companies and public organizations in Japan and, and across the world. And then to see how they can, we have a platform where we upload these cases. So uh, as a program manager Africa, I've seen uh, over the last three years that these innovative cases that we have worked on, how do we, how do I uh, extend these cases from here? And how do I meet some of these founders and, uh, you know, of these uh, innovative cases? So I thought about uh, organizing the Forest African Summit, which will be held in Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, we are partnering with the Catholic University of Eastern Africa in Nairobi, Kenya uh, for this summit. Don't forget to give us the date. When is it? The date is 25th and 26th of April. That's next month already. It's next month. So. It's so so quick. Listen, I want you to just back up just a little bit. You said there's seven project managers. Yes. Can you tell us in which regions or countries you've met and what maybe some common challenges or uh, obstacles maybe have you found to, you know, solving these uh, four challenge or survival challenges, as you call them? Okay, we have program managers in this, uh, the seven program managers, we have Africa, we have uh, Europe, we have two Europe's, uh, I think Nordic Europe and then the other Europe, and then we have um, North America and Southern America, we have for Asia, and then we have uh, someone working with, his work is just uh, generally within the Nordic uh, forest region, and then we have the sectoral who are also intelligent cases, work on the cases and then see how we can improve on the cases so tell us a little bit about those cases they're like case studies are you are you uh, finding okay. there are, yeah. there are, these cases are innovative solutions like someone working on waste okay. management providing solution waste management using uh, waste to provide energy using okay. like the case, the case i'm working on presently is someone using uh, uh sugarcane bricks sugarcane bricks to form uh, charcoal you know now really instead of, yes instead of burning um cutting down the trees uh, used to do firewood so you have um, cane bricks, which you use uh, firewood for those local women to local women to cook to use to. Cook. Oh, so who who came up with this solution? Is a young person or? Yes, they are interested. It may interest you to know that some some of these solutions are young people because I, and 
that's why you see for this summit in next month we are inviting these people some of these people especially the young generation to come up yeah. and tell us come up and tell us these cases how you know how they think about this why are they doing this you know because of course they want to be part of the solutions so this of course. is what them so let's break this down just a little bit because now that we understand a little bit so the cases or people finding solutions let's just go a little bit into the details so what what kind of what can you tell us about the challenges first in food i guess food security or food all together uh, and what solutions have you found for the food well for food we have um, the challenge we have for food you know of course we have food waste some people wasting food and then we have a lack of preserving these foods you know especially perishable foods in Africa, we don't have the we don't have the infrastructure, you know, to preserve some of these perishable food. So mm-hmm. them getting wasted. So this is one of, and then you see people coming up with other alternative uh, means to preserve this perishable food. Like I was talking to the CEO of um, Food Cloud in Kenya, you know, who, who was once a young person that I'm, invi- I'm inviting for the summit. So he has this uh, Food Cloud. He was showing me about. Uh, tomatoes getting waste, onion getting waste. So, how can you? What alternative? What uh, innovative solutions are you bringing to preserve this thing? So, these are kind of examples of cases that we are talking about. Young people doing all these things to see, okay, what alternative uh, cooler system are we bringing in? Because we have electricity challenge in Africa. We don't have a uh, 24-hour power, uh, 24 hours power supply. So, what alternative are you using to cool or preserve this perishable and this food? So, this is. Okay what we are talking about okay that's great so let's let's go on to to climate uh give us an example of maybe the challenges that you have in climate you mentioned you know um solar maybe uh, renewable energies for electricity or something what what challenges do you have in, in terms of climate there in terms of climate we, we know uh in africa we have especially uh when we, we have these cars bringing out and carbon you know carbon monoxide, you know, and this is not healthy, you know, so what can we do? What case, what innovative solutions are coming out, out of this? So we are talking about electricity, electric vehicles, you know, and electric vehicles is not something that you see we, in Africa, we have the infrastructure to start um, uh, in the infrastructure to, um, to power all these electric uh, vehicles. So it's going to be challenging for us. So young people are coming up with ideas now, okay, how can we have alternative in terms of these vehicles that we are using that is bringing out this uh, carbon monoxide and then what else can we do in terms of solar panel because this is a challenge so solar people are having solar panel in their houses now various uh, sh- companies are using solar panels young people are coming up with solar panels, especially women women too some of these cases have been have been uh, done uh, come up uh, came up with women ladies you know wonderful so, Yes, I was hoping you'd mention that that we just celebrated the International Women's Day on my podcast. I was hoping you'd talk about the women. So how have you seen more women getting involved? I have to ask you this because we just celebrated. Some of these cases in these four thematic areas are ladies coming up with innovative solutions. Yeah, we have these um, Jenga makers in Kenya. She uses um, um, waste to do bricks. They used to build a house, you know. Yes, and then like this case I'm talking about now that I'm presently working at, the founder is a lady. The founder is a lady. Fabulous. The lady. So we oh. have, uh, in, in, there is this solar solar system, I think it's called Solar Sisters also. Ladies. Okay. Solar Sisters. That, that, that's terrific. Yes. That's terrific. So yeah. how about uh, if I talk to you a little bit, because it's directly related to energy, right? Uh, yes. What energy, you know, challenges do you have 
uh, and how can you solve them? And have you some solutions already from these young people, these women or entrepreneurs? Ellen, uh, uh, energy is something as I'm speaking to you now. Anything can happen with our electricity. It, can, it might go off now as I talk to you. So this is a challenge. Okay. Uh, we'll, so, we'll warn our audience in case we get cut off. <laughs> so so this is this is something that we are not we are not guaranteed. You know, before before now the electricity went off an hour ago. So I was scared. I said, oh, I hope this um, uh, interview the electricity comes out before the otherwise I will use my generator because I have a generator at least I have a fuel so this is an alternative that we use but this and generator sure. is also contributing to the uh, climate change that we are talking about so that's, people, that's a diesel generator right yes for uh, gas and diesel yes gas and, and diesel, it's also yeah. causing uh, havoc especially the fumes you know so yeah what yeah. alternative there are so many people are coming up with different alternatives um, they have this um, solar panel now most people are having solar panel in their homes you know, young people okay. are coming up with different uh, solar panels. You see people started marketing their solar panels. So you see young That's people good. coming up with little devices and, you know, try to see how they can manage what they have, even if it's just to power their mobile phones, you know, which is very important. Well, yeah. I mean, we have so much demand, too, from our electronics, right? I mean, everybody yes. at least has a computer, a phone, and perhaps another yeah. electronic device, right? So we have to, you know, we want to modernize and we want to go digital. We want to go green. But then there's the question of, you know, how do we supply this? Yes. And then with the cars, as you mentioned earlier, you know, the cars and electric batteries or the batteries aren't so clean yes. or the electricity that provides the electric cars is 65% at least from gray energy or black energy, meaning coal or fossil fuels. So there's still some things to be resolved. Let's move on to the last one, which is directly related, as I just mentioned, resources. Uh, what kind of challenges do you have to have, you know, the right resources? What do you see the young people, the entrepreneurs, women and men coming up with you? We'll finish up on that. Well, uh, Ellen, thank you very much. So for us now, in terms of this summit, we, we, we've seen that most of these uh, founders, executives, directors, and, uh, you know, the, the challenges is funding which is, is funding because some of them have great ideas. There are a lot of great uh, innovative ideas, but what do they lack is uh, resources, um, financial resources, and probably access to, apart from funding, uh, manpower also is, is the key because of course, without funding, you cannot, ask, you cannot pay stipend or salaries to the manpower. So you need manpower. So this is why we, 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 we talked about the Forest African Summit where we want to talk about this solution. And I'm glad Helen uh, Trucadero Forum is also part of this um, summit. And uh, we hope to have you as a sustainability expert to help us uh, talk to this, uh, meet these young people as well. So this is one of the challenge now we face. So we are coming together to see, okay, how can we help ourselves to, to come up, encounter or face these challenges that we have in terms of funding, yes, and manpower, yes. So what else are we going to think further or think ahead in solving these challenges? Can you tell us a little bit about the program? I'll be intervening in the second day and I want to thank you again for your kind invitation, but I won't be able to be with you unfortunately in person, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about maybe the themes uh, from the program before we conclude this segment. I'm, I'm sure our audience would be very interested to hear what you've got planned. Okay, the, the theme for this uh, summit is uh, to help innovate to help humanity solve its four main survival challenges. Innovate to help solve humanity's 
So we are looking at how people innovate, come up with innovative uh, solutions. Then at the end of the summit, we want to bring together these um, uh, presentations, these ideas, and then publish them so that other people can also contribute and read from them. So what we want to achieve now is uh, the outcome we are looking at is to create a comprehensive list of novel ideas and a fresh framework for African action on environmental and development concerns that will assist direct global cooperation and future development policies. Uh, also, we, we also uh, involve the school, the university, because the Excellent. geography department, we have young people in the from first year to uh, final year, we want to inaugurate them as, as forex ambassadors because we want to ah. they are coming yeah some of them are coming to have also indicated to to present we have about 70 of them out of the 600 wow. uh, participants that have registered so Fantastic. 70 of them are coming up to share their own ideas and oh that's so good they, yeah why they are in school so we want mm. to hear from them these young people want of course. to what ideas they have in solving these uh, these challenges that we face so we want to also develop creative solutions that will help ensure a stable energy supply which is very key because so many young people they have um, uh, they want to engage themselves, they want to create opportunity for themselves, but there is no electricity for them to do this. So this is what we want to see, how we can also contribute to, to that. So uh, that's basically what we want to achieve during the summit. And the second day, of course, where uh, Ellie, you'll be giving the keynote uh, speak, uh, speech. So we have two, two breakout sessions on that day. After your speech, we have two breakout sessions where they go to different and um, in their various thematic areas to discuss what solutions uh, uh, will, will come up come up with during this? You have to make sure you give me the Zoom connection so I can be there, even if I'm in Paris. I want to be there and participate, and and I want to thank you again for inviting me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Eddie. All right, let thank let's uh, let's stop here because we have another port another segment to go into, and I want to thank you again for telling our audience in 63 countries about this very important summit, April 25 to 26. Correct in Kenya. Yes, April 25th and 26th, yes. In, in Nairobi, right? Sorry, Nairobi, in Nairobi. Kenya, Nairobi, yes. Kenya, East, Eastern Africa. Eastern Africa, thank yes. you. So, you know, you know you. why, sorry, you know why we picked the Eastern Africa? Because why? Eastern yes. Africa, most of the cases that we have worked on are emanated from the Eastern Africa. How about that? And, well, and, you then, and then United Nations Environmental Program is also in the headquarters in, in Africa, Kenya. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. You, you've really done a good job in bringing people together, and I'm so excited to be part of Thank this you. summit. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you again, dear Phoenix, Chef Phoenix. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. the final segment of this podcast with Felix. Your last name? Iziomo. Iziomo. Thank yes. you so much. Thank I didn't you. want to make a mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for coming to us live from Nigeria. Um, it's a real pleasure to, to talk with you. We've talked about empowering the next generation. And the first, I'll just recap the first segment. And then we just started to talk about the second segment about the 4Rev Summit. And now, I would like in this third segment for us to really hone in on the summit, its objectives, what you hope to achieve. But I'd like to start maybe with some partners, some important partners that you have for the summit, like the Nellis 
and the Nellis Japan group, and then the PDI group. Would you like to talk to us about those? Okay, Elian. Yeah, um, so Nellis is a Nest Leaders Initiative for Sustainability. Uh, Nellis is the organization, Forex is a flagship project of Nellis. We have the Nellis uh, University, we have the OML 1 million leaders. So we have 1 million leaders Africa, 1 million leaders Asia, 1 million leaders uh, Melna, and wow. then 1 million leaders hopefully we have in Europe. So this is what Nellis is, is, is all about. So the mission is to connect, connect, inspire, and empower. Exactly. Excellent. So our, our vision is to have one world in harmony. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm all in with you, completely in. And of course, I support all the good work that you do. Tell us a little bit about the PDI group. Okay. Purpose Driven Innovation Ecosystem is a group in, based in Japan. I met uh, Christian. I was in Japan last uh, November, last year, November. So Christian and I have been chatting on Facebook for a while. But we never met until last year, November, we met while in Japan. So we talked about the Forex African Summit, which already we have the Forex and Global Innovation Center coming up in Japan. We want to establish that in Japan. It's a long-term project. And so purpose-driven initiative, innovation ecosystem, PDI, is also partnering with um, uh, Nellis in terms of building, having this uh, global innovation center in Japan. So Christian is very, very key. He's someone that has been working very, very hard to see how this uh, project come to fruition. And he's also um, part of, he has endorsed, endorsed this Forest African Summit. So he's part of it, helping to get speakers and then see how we can get resources, you know. So he hoped to come to Kenya as well. Excellent, excellent. So you've got some really, you know, as I can say, heavyweight partners, right? Yes, um, in, in this, you know, international project, this ambitious project, but I think you're yeah. ambitious already, Felix, right? Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. So let's look, let's look really, let's delve into a little bit more about, you know, uh, what the summit is going to do. Okay. Uh, maybe you can tell me who's going to be speaking if you have a list of speakers and probably a little bit more deeper knowledge for our audience across 63 countries now. Um, what you hope to achieve and, and maybe you'd like to send a, a message out to those who would like to attend or support. Uh, why, don't we, why don't we start with a little bit about the content and the objectives? Okay, so um, thank you, Ellie, again. So sure. for now, we've had a series of speakers. Uh, we have the already the vice chancellor of the school is coming to give the opening remarks. And we have Peter David. Uh, Peter David is the founder of uh, Nellis. Uh, next definition okay. process and who is also the project lead for the forest you know it's coming to talk is we facilitating telling us about the forest and then what we have achieved and also talk about the one million leaders uh half we have a half one million leaders half so we have a pdi group also who is going to be talking and then we have a representative the program officer for the unep united Nations environmental program who is also going to be there we have uh the, we have other speakers coming and then especially for the breakout session where we have these young people that I've mentioned earlier coming to talk about the innovative cases they are working on because we want somebody who is on the ground who is on ground who is doing this yeah. so those are the ones that we have identified for the breakout session so for the keynote speech we have various experiences because like yourself for the second day also is going to be sharing the keynote speech and we have the Cabinet Secretary for the Ministry of Environment also. Who is oh, excellent. I was yeah. going to say, did, did you yeah. invite some policymakers and some yes. governmental officials so they can see what's going on, as you say, on yes. the ground? So important. Yes. 
yes, we, we, we've invited the Cabinet Secretary, Ministry of uh, Environment and Sustainability, and then we have the Governor. We've also sent letters to the Governor of the County of Nairobi and also the Honorable Parliament uh, Member from the County of Nairobi. And then we send messages with the Kenya Forestry Services also. Kenya are Forestry. you inviting, pardon me, are you inviting other African countries to join? Have you sent yes. out invitations? Yeah. Yes, of course. We have speakers from Uganda, um, Tanzania, we have from, uh, I think someone is coming from Zimbabwe. Yes, Zimbabwe. Excellent. In terms of water, you know, for okay. water. So we have, uh, then one, just one guy confirmed yesterday from Gambia. That's going to oh, come. excellent. So young people doing things to come on board, you know. We have, so uh, there's a great interest, right, in, in what yes. you're doing. I believe there's a pan-African interest. You know, it's it's everybody's problems. We have all the same problems, unfortunately, yeah. you know, or unfortunately. And, and I think sharing those experiences as you're doing, I think that's just fabulous, especially with the Thank young you. people, right? Yes. Thank you. And I have my good friend also, Lawrence Afere, who is my very good friend. We've been together since 2005. He's oh. also doing amazing things in terms of uh, food. He has a cocoa, he has a, a chocolate factory in Nigeria. He has okay. a cricket, cricket bread, you know. Then he's training uh, um, local farmers, you know, on uh, farm entrepreneurship. So he's doing, I mean, he's also part of the keynote uh, speaker. So you Excellent. see, these are young people doing amazing things, solving uh, uh, these problems uh, for thematic areas that we're talking about. Yeah, I think I think it's good, too, because, uh, you know, it's the three P's, um, you know, the private public uh, partnerships, you know, with yeah. you know, the government, the companies and then, of course, so a civil society. Yes. Uh, have you got also some some NGOs coming? Yes, NGOs also we are we are involving them also. We have media, we have media, the NTV also. They have confirmed they will come and cover the event. The Kenya Fantastic. TV Kenya, they have confirmed they will come cover the event as well. So this is a great um, plus for us. And we have a Today Media from Nigeria also. They will help uh, cover the event online. That that's terrific. So obviously we want to be able to give young people hope. I think it, this this yeah. Rev Summit, you know, there's challenges. Yeah. But I think what you're trying to do is, first of all, fantastic and admirable. And I want to congratulate you because we're trying to, you know, head on face these problems. Mm. You know, as you know, I'm a former director of environment of a French city and alone, you can't do anything alone. Mm. And I have to tell you that my experience has shown me that bringing, you know, I got the businesses together, I got the NGOs together, I got the governments together, I got the industry together, I got the hospitals. You have to bring everybody around to, to join you in trying to do something concrete. Has that been your experience with this project? Well, uh, Ellen, it's, 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 it's an experience for me because um, challenges are part of life. Like my mentor told me, there are every new thing to challenge the day. So bringing people together, I have learned so much because sometimes you, you, you entrust people. And because of the limited resources, uh, in terms of manpower, you don't have to pay. You have to pay somebody for stipend. So I have friends. I have a coordinator in Kenya, in Kenny, who is helping mm -hmm. out, going about to distribute letters, also having some meetings. Why I'm here, he's doing that. Those that can have to meet they want to meet face to face so can kenny will do that why i do the online meeting so this has been helpful it's so far so good like i said we have um so 600 people registered already and challenges are some of them want to come but the challenges of resources um transportation flight accommodation which is hindering them to to come for this summit so i told them okay we'll find a way and see how we can get this um, message across to you even if you cannot attend online because online virtual 
summit is a challenge for us because of uh, internet and electricity for, for Africans. So this is why we want to have it a face-to-face thing. And then we we'll look of forward course. to them. And especially after the pandemic too, you know, we want to yes. see people. I know it's, you know, exactly. as I said, I can't come, unfortunately, I have engagements, but I will be there online. But it's so good that we can all meet now in person. I'm now traveling again. So it's Absolutely. so nice. Absolutely. And I, Absolutely. And I will come, I will come to see you in Africa, I, in you. Nigeria or of, of Kenya. Course. <laughs> of course, uh, I'm looking forward to having you. Uh, I want yeah. to be a special, special host. <laughs> You'll be my special guest. Oh. So, so, so this is what we this is what we want to do, and what we want to achieve is the participants to be educated and knowledgeable on the core areas of forests that we have highlighted, which is food, um, water, uh, climate change, energy, and circular ecosystems. Uh, you know, so we want to build strong partnerships among social innovation innovators, policymakers, and civil society organizations, and create that connection that focus on knowledge sharing. This is what we want to also achieve. Then so important. Yes, very, very. And the summit will unveil opportunities for investors to explore the four cardinal areas of forests. We we'll want to have um, opportunities for investors to, to do this. While also providing uh, a concrete actions and solutions to protect our communities and natural habitats. And then young people involving in environmental crisis is, is another outcome that we plan to achieve. Then having a clear understanding of local energy challenges and solutions in Africa to increase stakeholders' engagement and to enhance value chains in the food security. So this is what we so want important. to achieve. So, so important. And I think I think you said a really important thing, uh, Felix, is that we have to engage young people and have them engage in their future as well. And that they see that we're engaged for them, us that are a little bit older like myself. If we can contribute anything at all, our experience, our knowledge and transmit as you have been doing with these young people. Um, I think it's important too, that they understand that we value them absolutely, and that we care about them and the outcomes and not, you know, okay, we're done. We've been there, done that. Uh, Now you figure it out. I I think that's, you know, what you're doing is so good about federating, Mm. federating different partners around and finding to try to find common solutions for these four challenges. Uh, of course, that is why we are bringing people like you as a keynote speaker. First of all, tell us what you have done, what you have achieved, what you want us to do. And then we have them now who are on the field, who are doing this, to go to their break, uh, various breakout sessions to now come up with um, the solutions that we're talking about. <laughs> it's it's going to be such an honor for me to, to be there online. Absolutely. But I, I promise you I will come and visit. And uh, I, want to, I want to see what it is on the ground. You know, that's so yeah. important. You know, in my experiences, you can't imagine from afar what could be the, 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 the situation on the ground. So I look forward, uh, my dear Felix, to coming to see you and meet you. And I will be there. Let's yes, repeat the dates definitely. again for the summit. It's April. April 25th and 26th. Okay. And and uh, if someone needs information, they can contact you. I think I yes. have a contact or the website on, on the podcast information. They can contact you, right? Yes. Uh, my email is there. My email is forestafrica at nellisglobal.org. And then my phone number, of course, is uh, um, plus 234-7038-222-687. And then I'm on LinkedIn, Felix Iziomo. I'm on Facebook, Felix Iziomo. Uh, Forest Africa, social media, LinkedIn. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Forest Africa. Well, if they can't find you, they can find me. So Absolutely, uh, definitely. <laughs> and once they find you, they can find me. <laughs>
thank it you. would be such an honor to meet you and thank you again thank for the you. time you spent to explain thank to us about this very important summit full rev summit in in kenya in nairobi april 25 and 26 thank you so much felix and, and, and ellen please uh, we we are soliciting for support and partners for this summit and making to make sure this summit is a success I, I will do my best to help you and I've already put out thank some information you. and um, I'm just wishing you full success and thank you, thank you so much again. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you so much. Thank, you. thank, thank you. you. Thank you. All right.